actually What'd you say? New Greenwich. That's what it's called. Greenwich? This is Maui Wowie. Uh, so <laughs> my favorite movie is that I can't decide on a favorite movie. Press next podcast. Heyo, I'm Katie. And it's your co-host Corey. And happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs> this is the Press Next Podcast, man, on another 2023. We are here. That's crazy. Hello. I'm a little scared. 2023. <laughs> 2023. Dang, you know what that means? What does that mean? 10 years since I graduated high school. Wow. Okay. We're going there. <laughs> 10 years. Are y'all having a, like a anniversary or something? Uh, you know, like a... I don't know. Mm. I it, didn't go to mine. So. I mean, I'm sure we will. Someone's just got to plan it. <laughs> Anywho, happy new year, y'all. Um, we are back. This is, I guess you can call it season three. This makes it much easier when we just go by the calendar year yeah. for seasons. True. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, this is start of season three. Which means the start of year three. Well, really year four somewhat. Mm-hmm. Kind of, maybe? Am I tripping? Mm, you're tripping. I'm tripping. So year three, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, but we've changed up our format a little bit. But anyway, for those who, if you've been listening. Wait. Maybe yeah. not, because we did okay. it the year of 2020. Right. So that would be season one. Yes. The year of 2021, season uh-huh. two. Okay. So we're starting year four. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I don't know. My math might not be mathing, but I mean, 2020, 2021, 2022. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Okay. But so season three or season four? <laughs> no, we'll be, because we didn't do, we didn't package it. We didn't start as a full packaging right. season. Okay, okay, okay. So then we started, you know, gotcha. uh, packaging it that way. So for those who have, if you, if you are a member of the back here if you are brand new and you're like what is this show about we are a show about movies documentaries and tv shows i'll uh, make it feel like we're just talking about these things sitting on a couch because that's what we're literally doing mm-hmm. i'm staring at this beautiful woman on my couch <laughs> half of me is thinking what did i do to deserve this woman oh the other half it. is thinking what am i gonna watch today <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's a good but question. That is what we're going to do. So this month, I mean, not this month, but this episode, we're really going to recap 2022, season two, and then, you know, things that we're talking about and, and getting ready for for 2023. But also, y'all, we have to talk about the White Lotus. Yeah. We, so we binged that for the past did. two days and we are caught up. So we will be discussing the White Lotus. The White Lotus. But... Also, our schedule is going to, going to be like this. What we have found that works best for us is that we will give episode weekly, uh, you know, week after week until the first week of December. So that first week of December, you will get an episode, but that's what ends our season because December is such a crazy month, not only for us, but we also know for you all. Um, so I'm not sure how many podcasts and stuff y'all are actually listening to during December because mm-hmm. everybody is moving. It's the holiday season. Unfortunately... I've been, I was escaping it for three years, but we finally caught COVID. Yeah. So it was just tough times, but I think we figured out also that it works best for us um, to end our season at the beginning of December, even though December is a huge month for us. 
and then come back in the new year and start strong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because really in December also, we just watch a lot of the things that we've already watched. Right. We've already watched. Yeah. Like all the classic movies that we want to make us feel like we're in the holiday mood. Right. Like Friday After Next or Jingle All the Way or uh, The Polar Express because we did that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then went to Ice at the Gaylord in Dallas or in Texas and... The ice sculptures were Pole Express. It was. And that was super cool because the they had a train made of ice. Yes, and you of could walk ice. inside. It was it was one of the cooler uh ice installments that I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean I've only been to two, but that one was definitely the coolest. Yeah. I've, well, I've only been to three. So maybe I haven't been to that many. <laughs> but that, but this that one was really cool. Yeah. This was definitely off the chain. And I was like, my dumb self was like, uh, man, I wonder how they color the ice. Because it was like black ice and blue ice and orange ice and Katie was like, they just die. They the die in the water and freeze it. And I'm like, wow. He said, do they just paint the <laughs> they ice? Just paint the ice? How do you paint the I ice? I was like, uh, what? They just die in the water. I'm like, okay, that's exactly what they would do. Why would I think that they would do something else? I've never, there's been a couple of moments in my life where I've really felt stupid. That was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. I felt like I, I lost my- I have like one of those moments a day. So. Was it possible that COVID was kicking in then? Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. We probably caught it that day, honestly. Yeah, that day. Either that day at ICE or later on that evening. But either way, mm-hmm. we that's when the next day we started going, I'm going down. <laughs> <laughs> we started going down. I have yet to regain uh, my smell and taste uh, fully back, but that's okay because I'm still alive. And uh, we got through it. So, yeah. yeah. Y'all y'all stay safe out there, man. Mask up. Social distance if you need to. I hope y'all had a great break, though, if you were able to see family and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that is a good thing. So, hope that you got to do that. But um, 2022, I feel like, brought a lot of highs and lows when it talks about, like, movies and TV shows. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was a resurgence, though, right? No, I think it was a good year for movies. I really do. I think that there was a lot in theaters that we actually were interested in going to see. Right. And I think that there were, um, of course, some good TV shows to come out. But also, I feel like I just learned about TV shows more this year. Like, I... Not that I learned more about them, but TV shows that are on like their second, third, fourth, fifth season mm-hmm. that I just invested in this year. Like so, Yellowstone. Like Yellowstone, yeah. So I think, um, but movie-wise, I feel like there were a lot of good movies to come out in the theaters this year. There was, and they, it was a different, um, they kind of started flirting with the format of theater first and then streaming. Yeah. And that'll probably be the the package that we're gonna get from now yeah. on which and i mean like not like obviously things go to streaming after they go in theaters mm-hmm. but i'm saying there are movies that came out they were in theaters for two weeks and then they were in streaming yeah or they were they released exclusively on one streaming and in theaters yeah. like halloween ends yeah i really enjoy that because it's like if i don't if i'm not able to make it to the movies for whatever reason just busy schedule or whatever I can then watch it soon after. Like, don't worry, darling. We wanted to go see Don't Worry, Darling in theaters, but our schedules just couldn't line up. Right. And like immediately after it left theaters, it came onto HBO. So we were able to watch yeah, it. Yeah, we were like, we're in there. We can watch that thing. I feel like when they release them simultaneously, like one on a platform and, and while it's still in the theaters, I feel not like not motivated to go to the yeah, theater. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm like, eh, I'll just watch at the house. Yeah. Except like if it's a super duper classic, like we went to go see, well, now I'm regretting like Halloween ends. I should have just watched it at the house. Yeah, well. Save my little reward. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Save my reward because what what the hell, as Charles Barkley would say. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. I just don't be feeling as motivated because I'm also thinking if I'm a rewards member, I get free tickets, right? Mm-hmm. To go see a movie. Well, and you put not free, but well, free, but you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, paying for it anyway. Thing, you know. Yeah. But um if I get tickets to go see a, a film, I'll be trying to figure out which ones I like I really want to see in theater. So if let's say there's two competing films in theaters, let's just say Top Gun and another movie. Let's say Halloween ends. And Top Gun isn't on streaming service at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's just only in theaters. Right. But Halloween Ends is in theaters and on streaming. Well, I'm going to go see Top Gun yeah. and use my thing to see Top Gun and just be at home and watch Halloween Ends. True. So I would rather than... But I think the format that they're finding is... Now, I think HBO's about to go through a little... Uh, they're, first off, they're going through a lot of hot water. But Are they? Oh, yes. For what? Well, they're having money issues. And so they, they got new management and they did a merger... But I can't remember what company they did a merger with. Big company, though. And they started to cancel everything. That's why everything at HBO got canceled. All these shows and movies got nixed because they're trying to save money. But then there's also a big fallout that's happening with DC right now. Mm. And DC is HBO. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. And so I actually think that uh, Henry, uh, 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 um, Ben Affleck... Uh, Superman and Wonder Woman, I think they're all three about to join in like a lawsuit against them. It's about to be crazy. Damn. Yeah. So, I don't know what HBO's going to do and I love HBO but once they started canceling everything, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. They start tripping but they just going to do money problems. I but guess I it is what it is. That's kind of sad because I was actually thinking yesterday, I think the quality of HBO shows are so good. They're amazing. Yeah. I amazing. Think, I think like for originals, HBO has the best. There was a short period of time where I wholeheartedly believed there was no streaming service better than HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I'm still a little bit on that train. Yeah. I could put on HBO Max, I will find something. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be great. Like, mm-hmm. they they spare no dollar, which right. is probably why they're in the financial situation that they're in right Facts. now. Uh, but they do a great job. They get a great cast. They kind of remind me of, like, I feel like I haven't watched too many Apple TV shows, but Apple TV, they go heavy on casting. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? They always get like a star-studded cast, like Reese Witherspoon, and right? Jennifer you Aniston. know, but right. I haven't even watched that show and put them together. But that means Apple got a lot of money; they can do that. Yeah. So of course their shows are going to. I mean, be like, HBO does too. I mean, look at White Lotus season one specifically. Uh, this is true. This is true. But they're not like. Come on now, that White Lotus cast is like if we're tearing, star-studded season one. See, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me Connie out. Connie Britton. Hear me Sydney out. Sydney Sweeney. Connie. Right, but even then, though, to me, if we're talking about a Reese Witherspoon and a Jennifer Aniston, they're like, like they're like one A and one Bs. If okay. you know, what I'm if that makes sense, yeah, they they might be top tier. They are. I don't want to, you know, yeah, but they not them. Okay, they Fair. they one of them ones, but they ain't one of them Fair. ones. Okay. This is what I'll try to say. Uh, so Apple TV, they always don't get the shows and stuff like that, but. I feel like it was just a good year, and I feel like we watched a lot. We did watch a lot. What so did you watch? Let's recap what we watched, and then we'll get into White Lotus. But I have a list here, and our list might be um, not full. We we got to do a better job this year of writing out everything we watch. Yeah, yeah. So I can't remember everything I watched. I can't remember what I watched at the beginning of the month. But I tried my darndest. And it might <laughs> overlap list. with what you have. Okay. So what just you got? Listen. What's on your list? Okay, so the new season of Grey's Anatomy, of course. Um, Bachelorette, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, Only Murders in the Building. Um, mm. I still didn't finish season two, so I still okay. need to finish that. Um, but I did start watching season one this year, so 
Yellowstone. I am up to season five, but have not caught up completely. Um, The White Lotus. We watched all of that. Sex Lives of College Girls. This is on H. I think it's on HBO Max. Yeah. I can't remember what it's on. It's on HBO Max. But it is so funny. Like, if you need a show to just watch mindlessly, that show is so funny. Um, The Watcher on Netflix. Of course, Abbott. 911. Harry and Megan watched their little docuseries. Yeah. Uh, Smile, Halloween Ends, Black Panther, Glass Onion. Glass Onion. So oh my God. Good. We can talk about that. Nope. X, Top Gun, Barbarian, Don't Worry Darling, Where the Crawdads Sing, Black Phone, Doctor mm-hmm. Strange, mm-hmm. Euphoria. Mm. And oh my hand- God. I know. It's been a while. Feels like I was a, I literally a year ago. <laughs> and then Handmaid's Tale. I oh god. I wanted to talk about that because I had never finished watching the new season. Did you? No. Me either. <laughs> because I got to a point where I was like, they dropped it week week, right? I can't. Yeah, I think so. I got to a point where I was like, uh, I just want to binge it all. Okay. And here's here's what I have for you. You say that you like the episodic and that you feel like we should bring back episodic, but then you're like, oh, I'm just going to wait to binge it. You were like that with Euphoria. Facts. But the thing about the Euphoria, the only reason why I wanted to binge Euphoria is because I feel like some shows are set up for that. Yeah. And I did not want to be caught in a hype. If I can feel that everybody's just hyping around a show or a movie, I don't watch it then because I don't want to be biased against like how I actually feel about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's two ways I feel about when people hype stuff. I'm either going to go with the hype or I'm going to be categorically against it. So I'm not going to give it a fair shake. That's why I'll be like, I just need to wait. Yeah. Because every single week y'all were like, oh my God, Euphoria is the greatest show of all time. And I was like, all right, let me, I'm going to wait to watch it. And I watched it. It was a good season, but I didn't feel the way that everybody felt about- Because I think that part of that comes with, Part of the enjoyment is the experience of watching with everybody else. Right. Because my favorite thing to do when I watch shows that are currently on TV is to get on Twitter and see what people are saying about it. Get on TikTok and see people's theories. Like, it's so fun. Right. And I feel like that's why White Lotus has been so hyped. Yeah, I feel that. So with Handmaids, there's too much chess going on. That's why I didn't want to just watch it and then wait a week. Because we consume so much in one week. I was, I'm not trying to figure out in my head, oh, this is what happened last week. Because even the recap is not going to do a, a justice. Because yeah. every episode that we had watched, we watched like maybe four episodes. It was a massive chess match every single episode between, um, I can't even remember the character name right now. June. June and the other chick. Mm-hmm. And then June's kind of battle with even her own people. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I need to wait until everything's done. And then I could just kind of, wrap through this entire you know four or four episodes or whatever okay. but like the white lotus i could have watched week to week and would have been fine yeah i probably would have enjoyed white lotus better if i watched it week to week yeah and not how we just watched it yeah um i feel that way too so it just i feel like it's it just depends on how the, the show is set up so i feel like on my list i watch a lot of what you watch mm-hmm. some of the things i need to do better again of this year that's what my like new year's resolution is going to be <laughs> is to keep tabs yes because i have a form and this is for you all too you can do this um 
on our Instagram page, if you click on our, our, our link, uh, our link tree, the first thing is like a form that says movies watched and you can submit like the movies that you watch and, you mm-hmm. know, you put your name in there. It says Corey, Katie or other, just other or whatever. And then that way we can kind of track what you're watching too, see mm-hmm. how much movies we watch or if we watch the same movies. Uh, but it's good for me because it goes automatically into a list of things that I watch. Yeah. So if I start watching something, I literally just put it in there. It, it says who watched it, what's the movie title, what's the movie year. You don't have to put the movie year if you, if you don't know. And then what platform. So if you watch it in theaters or Netflix or HBO Max or whatever, you can watch it on there. I watched a couple on the airplane. I even put airplane. So mm. um, my list is I watched Cleaner, which came out in 2007. I watched Morbius um, this year. I watched Barbarian, Shazam. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a documentary, God forbid, the sex scandal of let me the sex scandal that brought down a dynasty. That was a documentary. I watched Game Night on the airplane. I watched The Expendables on the airplane. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday After Next, of course. Uh, Spirited. As you can see, my list is now into Christmas. Um, a Bad Mom's Christmas. Bullet Train. I watched Bullet Train. Fire, by the way. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be whack, ended up being good. Eighty-two out of hundred. And really, I need to watch it while paying attention. Yes, Star Wars: A New Hope, which we were supposed to start our Star Wars binge. We started with that, and we didn't do it because mm-hmm. we watched Glass Onion, and Glass Onion was great. So good. Fire! Shout out to Knives Out. Whoever has been doing the whole Knives Out thing. Yeah. We need another one, and I, another one, and I, another. Until yeah. y'all start, until you give me trash, keep them coming. Right. Keep them coming. Keep the keep the cast all star study. Keep uh, Benoit and keep them coming. Keep Benoit Blanc and keep them coming because y'all got something special. I don't know how they do this because murder mystery isn't like a new thing, right? But they somehow know how they got. They like Marvel. Marvel know how to do superhero movies. Yeah. Whoever doing a uh, Nas Out series, they know how to do a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. So please keep them th- them things coming. Um, let's see, Lilo and Stitch. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Madagascar, Mulan, and the White Lotus. And I feel like the ones that overlapped on your list too, yeah, like yeah, Top Gun, yeah. Barbarian, um, X, um, Doctor Strange. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, like I saw all of those, and right. of course. Our normals, which is like nine one ones, you know, Mythbusters, Bernie Mac, stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going. I'm not gonna count those as like stuff that I watch because like I always watch those and I watch them over and over again. Yeah. Um, but man, I feel like I watch so much stuff. But I will tell you what, I'm excited for this year. What? In January, well, I guess now. Um, but I think towards the end, they're coming out with HBO. By the way, is coming out with the series. For The Last of Us, which is mm. my favorite video game. Yeah. You're excited for this. I'm so lit. Every time I see something on Facebook, I have to share it. No, no. Every time I see it on Twitter, I got to share it. Because I'm lit about it. This is one of the greatest games. It is the greatest game I've ever played. I don't care what nobody say. The second best game I've ever played ever is called uh, uh, Heavy Rain. They could make that into a TV show, too, if they wanted to. But it's tough. Because Heavy Rain, every decision you make changes the outcome of the game. Mm. So that would probably be hard to make to a tv show but the last of us basically it's a post-apocalyptic world where there's been like some virus pandemic that has struck the world and it's turned people into these um 
um, kind of, I don't want to call them zombies. They call them clickers because their head kind of splits open like a, um, like a bacteria growth or something like that. Like a big ass mm-hmm. wart on their head Ew. or something like that. But they can't see or hear. I mean, they can't see. So they use um, echolocation to to hear. So mm-hmm. they click and whatever. They call them clickers and stuff like that. Um, but basically, the plot of the video game, which will probably be the plot also of the TV show, is that... I'm sorry I'm about to nerd out here, but I'm about to give it to you. So I hope that you're excited. You, know, you can watch it with me. If not, I'm going to watch it anyway. But... The plot is this. There's this guy at the beginning of the vi- the first scene of the video game. This is what made me cry. I'll play the game like, yo. He has a family. They're living in a suburb. It's him, his wife, and his daughter. Like, little girl. And something's going on. It looks like they're kind of like in Atlanta or something like that. Like a big city. And they have a sliding black like glass door. But mm-hmm. you can hear like stuff going on and like, you know, maybe like fire and sirens and helicopters. So everybody's like, yo, what's going on? You know, daughter goes in the room like, what's happening? And... They go in the backyard and they see like, you know, the city's on fire. They're like, yo, what the heck? So turn on TV and of course you get all the like emergency stuff. You need to evacuate, boom, 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 boom. And their neighbor, they're like, yo, what's wrong with the neighbor? The neighbor comes in the backyard and tries to attack them. So mm-hmm. they have to kill the neighbor. So they're like, we got to get up out of here. So they're trying to get up out of there. And the all the roads are blocked, of course, because that's what everybody's trying to do. So it's like gridlock on 75, right? Like right after work hours, can't get mm-hmm. nowhere. Mm-hmm. And so they get out the car because they're just trying to get out of the city to start running around. But the government has like their agents down there in like little hazmat suit, but they got guns and stuff. And the, the government told them, hey, if they're not getting in their cars and stuff, shoot them. And basically shoots everybody. Shoots Joel, the guy. Mm-hmm. Joel, when Joel comes to, everybody dead. His wife is dead. His daughter's dead. Everybody, but he's alive. Mm. So then you jump fast forward or whatever. It's dystopian. You know, the world is kind of falling. There's some people who have survived the the illness, some people who haven't. So, you know, like electricity and stuff is like not a thing. Mm-hmm. And basically you're living off of uh, hunters and gatherers and trading. You know, like, hey, I have this, you have this, let's trade and, mm-hmm. and boom, boom, boom. So we're back to like living in very primitive ages. And there's a, gr- a, gr- a group of people, they're good people, they're called the fireflies. Basically, they're like good Samaritans and they're trying to find a cure for this disease. Well, he goes and he's trying to trade with somebody. He needs some goods. Mm-hmm. And the people say, hey, well, we'll give you what you need. But you just got to take this girl to this hospital in Arizona. Mind you, he's on the East Coast. So it's a long journey. If you go to Arizona and take this girl to the hospital or go to the next Firefly or group, you know, they can, I need you to t- take this girl there. Mm-hmm. What he doesn't know is that the girl has been bitten, but she hasn't turned. Mm-hmm. So she has a cure in her blood, essentially. So the entire game is about the journey of the, getting her to the right group of people because sometimes he'll get to the fire pl- fireflies and that that like camp will be like overrun mm. and then he'll have to go to the next one and whatever else. Um, and I don't want to tell you the rest of the stuff and what happens, but yeah. that's the game. Okay. And you play not only as Joel, you play as the, the girl, you play as other people that you meet along the way. And sometimes people you meet along the way, they're good people. And sometimes they're not good people. Right. So... It's dope. I can't wait. It was the best game. Jordan and Ian, when I used to play the game, I used to live in the Grove in Stephenville, just throwing you back. So, you know, it was a three-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. And I used to, I had a big TV and a surround sound in the living room. They used to come to my door like, hey, you about to play Last of Us? I'm like, yeah. They used to pop popcorn and everything and just watch me oh play Last gosh. of Us. Because that's how hard the game yeah. is. The game is tough. So, the show got to be fired. I'm lit about that. Are you lit about anything coming out this year? Um... I don't know. I haven't thought about it. I don't. 
don't what else know is coming out this year? Coming out, yeah. Oh, you know what we didn't say? Did we say we watched Stranger Things? I was going to say Stranger Things. But that ain't coming out till 2024. Because I saw that the first episode of The Last of Us was an hour and a half. And I was like, that's like Stranger Things. <laughs> right. I, hey, you can give me an hour and a half for every episode. I know. Better be fire. It looked like from the previews, I'm like, it looked just like the game. They did a great job casting except the little girl. It does look just like the game. I'm like, yo, they did great. HBO again, sparing no dollar. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they ain't canceled this, but you know they might pull something funky in the last in the last hour. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited about that. I, I hate that. I know that there's a, a writer strike that's about to happen, which is why all these shows are like coming out in 2024, 2025. Oh, yeah. So if you're not like, wow, there's so much happening in the in the Hollywood film world. Film world there is a lot going on. So. That's why we're not getting shows till 2024, 2025, 2026 and stuff like that. Interesting. But they're announcing. I don't care. Don't announce it now. Yeah. New, new season, agree. 2026. Uh, uh, what? You know how many people are, people are not going to be alive to even see that? <laughs> don't don't even put that out there. Come on now. What's just, that got to do with me? Yeah. When we get close and y'all doing little promo runs, then we can get on that. Don't right. do that. New season coming out 2032. Come on, son. Shut up. Come on, son. <laughs> Come on. Like, if you give us a phase like Marvel did, does, mm-hmm. at least we know we're getting one or two movies and a year. And there's a lead up, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But not <laughs> new season 2028. Come on, man. Come on, son. Anyway, let's talk about the White Lotus because that's what we spent the majority of our time these past couple of days uh, watching. Yeah. Because that has been all I've seen on media. I've seen so much about it, too. And it was on my list to watch. And then um, one of our friends was like, has anybody watched this? And then it got asked like five times. And I was like, I yeah, we swear gotta, if yeah. one more person asked me that. So well, so, so we finally just started watching For it. us, we <laughs> were like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and knock this out real yeah, quick. Because yeah. everybody's literally talking about it. Um, like, overall impression, where you at? Okay, so I actually liked it. Like, watching it. It was a great cast. I think that... I like the way it's shot, like kind of moody, but also you're like, what is going on the entire time? And the the whole time you're like, what's, how many times did I say what he got going on or what mm. she got going on or what's wrong with him? What's wrong with her? Like I kept saying that throughout it because I, and I think that that can frustrate some people, but for me, I liked it because I was like, okay, now I need to keep watching because I need to know like why is he acting like that or why is she acting like that? You know? Mm -hmm. But I think that it leaves a lot of unanswered questions. I think it leaves a lot to be desired in like wrapping up an entire story or like, what was the point of that? I'm glad you said that last part, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I liked, I liked it. I liked watching it. I felt like it was an enjoyable watch but i will say i don't understand why it is as popular as it is because i it was like one of those things lie to me that's another show i watched where um at the end i was like what is it lie to me what did i just watch what or is that a different show no it's lie to me no Tell what? me lies. Tell me lies. I about to say lie to me is a show I no, love. No, no, no. Tell me canceled. lies. Tell me lies. The one you like. Yes, and I watched it and I was just like, okay, so did that. Still not sure what I was watching, and I kind of feel like that's how White Lotus is. So I don't understand why it's as popular as it is, but um, go ahead and give me your thoughts. 
the white watching the white lotus is one of the things that gives me hope as like a screenwriter <laughs> of like okay i can do this i can do this you know what i'm saying because sometimes you watch stuff and you're like there's no way i could have came up with this story yeah it, it seems so daunting as like a creator to be like wow i had to come up with all of that like the white lotus out. i like like yeah like yeah. knives out or glass onion i could not have written there's not there's no way i could have written it in the in the way that they did you know yeah. The White Lotus, I felt like, and I said this, I said, it's been a while since I watched a TV show that has, was, I would say was absolute mid. And I don't use the word, I don't even like using the word mid, but I don't know why it's even a show. Hmm. what I say? I hope they don't do a season three, but you told me, you've enlightened me that they are. Yeah, I think anyways. I, 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 I just don't understand why it's even a show. I don't understand why people like it. But that's okay if you do. I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with you. I'm just saying I can't find the allure in the show itself uh, for a couple of reasons. Season two confirmed my thoughts about why I don't want a season three. Season two is exactly the same as season one, meaning yeah. it's a resort at the very beginning of the movie. I mean, of the show, they tell you the end, which is that somebody died or mm -hmm. maybe multiple people died. And then they spend six. That's the only thing I like about it is that they don't go 10 episodes, right? They do like six or seven episodes. Mm -hmm. They can bring it down to five. Okay. Uh, <laughs> five. My, I might change my thoughts if they have five episodes, but each episode is all of an hour. So it feels like an hour when yeah. you're watching it. Uh, and that I don't like because that makes me know that the pacing is not great. Mm -hmm. Um, there's no like true character development. I feel like, like I don't, there's no one character where I was like, just clung on to for the entirety of the, the season. Yeah. Right. Because there's so many different stories mm -hmm. and I would have liked the stories to more better align, which I feel like in season two, they were trying to with the hookers, right? Mm -hmm. The hookers were the people who were connecting pretty much everybody together. Right. But I would have liked the dissension between the guests to have happened between the guests. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like the married couple that went there with their friends where everybody was just cheating on each other. Mm -hmm. Right. They were connected with the hookers mm -hmm. because of the night in the room. The, the, the grandfather, father, son tri uh, trio were connected with the hookers. And then I would have liked if the hookers were connected with Portia and them. Mm -hmm. And then somehow that's what caused the the dissension and murder was that the hookers connected all three of them and all three of them got connected within the murder. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To me, that makes more, more sense. sense when you open the season saying there's a, or we found a dead body floating, but there's multiple guests who have died. Mm -hmm. What is the point of the other guest stories? Yeah. Because if the story was about, oh girl, what's her name in the, um, not Portia's boss. In the show. Um, I know her name in real life, but no, I can't remember her name in real life right now. She's funny because she, she makes the same face even when she's crying. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember her name. Stifler's mom. <laughs> Mick, Mick. What was her name in the show? Anyway, she was the only person, she was the only character that carried over to season two besides her husband. Who, as we know, was plotting to kill her so she can get money or whatever. Or so he can Tanya get money. Tanya. McCoy. Um, yeah, because what did she say? One syllable, not two syllables mm -hmm. in the second part. Even though it was, Anyway, that was funny. That was season one. Um, damn, I lost my train of thought. She this, was the only one that carried over. She was the only one that carried yeah. over. So it's like, 
What was the point of you might as well have just focused the, the season on her? Yeah. Like, what was the point of the other stories? Like bringing in the other characters. But besides, if you want to pull out some life stuff, right? Like, I call it like father, like father, like son. You call it like grandfather, like father, like son, right? Mm-hmm. Or like son, like son, like son, or something like that. Like mm-hmm. father, like son, like son. That was a story to that kind, for me. All three of them are the same, even though they're all three different. Yeah. Right. The three generations, they all three feel differently about things, um, but in the end, they're all the same. Mm-hmm. But that was not was that not the same with Connie Britton's family in the first one? Yeah. So I did watch something on TikTok that said, and this is interesting. This is a theory. I don't know if this is true, um, but it said that each season would be a deadly sin. So the first season was greed because you had the rich man, you had Connie Britton's family, and you had like the the friend of the family that came along that was like all these white people in this native land and taking from them. And so it said that season one was about greed and season two was about lust. With a hangover of greed, because why did the girl die? The girl didn't die because of lust. She died because of greed. The big kicker was, you know what I'm saying? In season two. In season two. The big kicker was that she died. She ended up killing the people on the boat, but she mm-hmm, died. Mm-hmm. She died because of greed. The guy's trying to knock her off to get money. Yeah. But, I mean, there was lust in season one, too. Yeah. The lust is what fueled the robbery, which is what fueled the breakup of the friendship or the dissension of mm, what happened in true. Connie's family. So... I I'm I'm fine with if that was if that was the writer's choice, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna have seven seasons, and each season is gonna focus on a different sin, right? Cool, I'm cool with that. First off, that's nothing different than uh, Seven, my favorite psychological thriller. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but and look, they did it in a movie. And you're gonna try to do it in seven seasons. Either way, my point is if you if you have three groups of characters in each season. Why can't you knock out a sin with each of them? Like That's true. Each one could have That's their own downfall. Point. Right? Like Portia's and, and Tanya's could be greed. Another family's could be lust. Another one's could be um, gluttony. How, you, how are we going to fit that one in there? Yeah. So I don't know. I just don't Overindulgence? Feel like they, how Americans overindulge in everything? No, this is true. This is true. And, but it wasn't even just Americans, right? Like, we were in Italy the whole yeah. time, and we had somebody from Sussex, who was... A, Essex. Essex, my bad. From Essex, who was a part of the plot of the movie. Yeah. Uh, or the TV show. So, I don't know. I just don't know. But all of these things, these questions are why I feel the way I feel about the show, which is, what is going on? Why is this even a thing? Yeah. What am I supposed to pull out of the show? Because really, what I'm just watching is a group of regular-ass people. And the trauma that they're going through within themselves. I see that every day. Yeah. I mean, I think it shows that even on vacation, even trying to escape your reality, you can't escape the things that. Now that I'm with. Right. Because even this family was seemingly a happy family and then they go on vacation to Hawaii Obviously, it's a very expensive vacation. They mm-hmm. have money. They're able to do this. They're successful. 
But then you find out that he cheated on his wife. Things aren't as good as it seems on the outside. And that, you know, the son doesn't fit in with anyone. He wants to stay behind. Like, all these things, But he found his tribe, right? Which was cool. Yeah. Which I enjoy. Like, that I'm with. If If they spun it of, like, this is just a show. That's the only thing I pulled from it was that, like, Comparison is a thief of joy. Mm-hmm. We, you have to stop looking at what people have and thinking that you know these people. Yeah, and that because they have money or because they have riches or because they're able to fly to this island that they're going to be happy. Th- that's what I pulled away from this. There's so many people right now who are listening or living who are looking at other people's Instagram. And they're like, oh, my God, this person flew to Bali and had a fantastic time or whatever. Santorini, Greece, and they're amazing. They must be living the best life. And you're stuck at home on the couch and you're thinking, my life sucks because I can't do that. Yeah. When, in fact, they're miserable, even though they went to this place. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Alexa's talking, but they're miserable and you're at home happy. Or even that. Here's the here's or you the interesting always one. want what you can't have. What you can't have. Or yeah. here's the interesting one. Now we can we can really dive into this. This is this is one that I'm glad that they traversed in. They showed two different relationships, right? This was fire. This is the only fire thing in I think was right. Two? Season two. Yeah. They showed two different relationships. Yeah. On two different sides. One were both of them were happily cheating. Yeah. The wife and the husband were happily cheating on each other. Yeah. And they were married and they put on a front and a, and the other couple was just hating on the other couple saying like, oh, this is a front. They're not that happy. They can't always be this happy. They can't just that and the third. This is just a front. Right. Mm-hmm. And yes, we that figure out tearing them apart. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. And I said, man, what did I say? And she, Katie looked at me. I said, man, ain't nothing to bring a couple together like a little bit of cheating. <laughs> I know. <laughs> My point is that we don't know what we don't know. And we like to comment on other people's relationships and lives. There are people out here who are living a different life than us and we can't comprehend it. So we don't understand it. So we judge it. Mm. Why, are them, why are they two together and they're married and they just cheating on each other? Well, guess what? Maybe it works. It for works them. for them. Yeah. It works for them. Y'all got a loving relationship where y'all are overly honest and honest to a fault. As you said, and it seemingly worked for you, but it really didn't. Right. It never did. Because your husband's addicted to porn. Right. But you thought because he was addicted to porn, maybe he wasn't even addicted to porn. Like, to me, I don't even think that he was addicted to porn. I just thought how she was feeling was real, which was that, like, you're not attracted to me. Yeah. I don't do it for you. Yeah. That's why you watch porn. But the reason why she doesn't do it for him, she's very beautiful. It's for other things. But they don't communicate that. They're not honest about that. Yeah. And that was a real conversation that they had was we're honest to a fault, but we're not honest about the things that really matter. That matter. really matter, yeah. We're not honest that we really don't feel the way that we're supposed to feel towards each other. So I like that. I like that relationship. But then it was like, what is that doing here for us in the show? So this says about season one, the White Lotus season one ending is designed to create conflicted feelings in its audience because of White's White as the director or writer. Mike White. 
Uh, because of White's vantage point on classism and imperialism, this series is designed to provoke debate, whether it's Nicole, whether it's Nicole's feminism versus Rachel's career aspirations, Olivia and Paula criticizing Mark and Nicole for fetishing the fruits of imperialism, Paula taking Olivia to task for sticking with her problematic family when push comes to shove mm -hmm. or Quinn choosing personal freedom over wealth in the end, the show functions as a clash of contemporary ideologies. The parable of Belinda, the yeah. spa, the lady, spa lady and Tanya, Jennifer Coolidge, right. Further illustrates the disparate, the disparity between the classes as the former, as a former's greatest career opportunity amounts to just another delirious whim in the pseudo psychotic life of the latter. Meaning that like, you know, Belinda, this is her life. This is her life. And she thinks that she could actually get out of this and create her own wellness spa. Right. But she Tanya, really who has the power was just overwhelmed and drunk and said, you should create your own right. wellness spa. And Gaslit I'll help you her do to that. thinking I'll help you do that. And yes. then when it, when push came to shove. And then when she came back to reality, she was like, actually, I don't need to do that. Right. Yeah. So what you you sold me a dream. So I mean, it had the audacity to give her money. It just sparks debate is what the show is about. Sparking debate? Well, they do a good oh well. A sparking debate and and the implications behind it so classism and imperialism right. so we could break okay 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 given the kind context of how, kind of how i i think it is like how jordan peele always has that underlying right thing Just, right. i think that's what this aspires to be but it's not as clear thank you or as imaginative it's not as entertaining yeah let's just keep it a buck it's it just not that entertaining like this I can if we were to break down all those things, mm -hmm. we can do we can do seven episodes on we can do an episode on every episode. Well, here's here's my hot take. I enjoyed it. I think that they would be better as movies, not seasons. Like Get Out. I think Get Out's a good movie because wraps it all up. I think that facts, but White Lotus would be good as a movie. But think about the think about the. Um, Think about the push pull and the surprise of Get Out. Yeah. Right? It was so grand. Mm -hmm. You never really felt eerie. You knew, you always knew that there was something going on, that there was something afoot, but you never really knew what it was yeah. until you knew what it was. And when you knew what it was, it was like, what the fuck? Right? Yeah. Like, that's not White Lotus, is what I'm trying to say. Is that like, though, when we go into, when you just read what you just read about it, it yes, it makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And, if I were to rewatch it with those, with that like I, like mindset, mm -hmm. I might even enjoy it more. I'll be able to break down yeah the little bits and pieces. But there was no shock value. There's no awe. There's no whatever. The only awe is the last episode where everybody's going everything crazy. Ties together, yeah. Everything ties together, and somebody dies. Yeah. Although I will say, or you see um, poop in a suitcase. The the first season, uh, the second season was better than the first season. I think. In terms of the chase and on the edge of your seat. Whereas like the first season at the end, and this is a spoiler alert. I was like, that's really? whack. That's right. That's the death. This is how we've been watching this whole season, knowing that someone is dead. And this is how it happens. 
Facts. Like a mistake. <laughs> but also like there's so many questions going further. If we're going to season three or whatever else, are we going to have, is Portia going to be a part of that? Because Portia does not, she, unfortunately, she's not good off the hook. Mm-hmm. She's in Italy where her boss, she goes there, there's record of her being there. She got on a plane going back home. She know that her, you know what I'm saying? She mm-hmm. knows what's going on. There's record of her calling her and texting her. You don't think they're going to ask her questions? Yeah. I wonder. Um, also, what, go ahead. Well, I saw on TikTok that there is going to be a season three. So I'm interested to know like where it's going to be, you know? That would be cool. Oh, yeah. Where's the next resort? Mm-hmm. The first one was in Hawaii. The second one was in Sicily. Sicily. I kind of want them to. Uh, they can keep going everywhere. If it's about being rich. I, I You know, there there would be. I think it would do them. Well, well, if we're talking about classism and stuff, they have to keep it at these rich places. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see like a. Like a a more normal type of resort, you know? Yeah. Like a more normal type of people, not these rich people. Cause I don't think that these rich people only have, the rich people have problems, right? Yeah. That's interesting. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's always, cause now we're just starting to look at it like all oh, these rich people go to resorts, but it's like, it's not rich people that go to resorts that also have problems. Right. They can't get out of, or. But there's also. Let's think about this. How much more interesting would the season two, two be, be if the guy goes to his dad to ask for 50,000 euros, but they're they're not that rich, they can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So then what do the hookers do to the guy? They get their money. That would be interesting. Anyways, I wonder if... That's what I read about season one. I wonder if it's the same for season two, if they like had those same tropes, or if there's something else. Well, you said lust, which was huge. Well, that's what I saw on TikTok. I don't know. But if we're breaking it down, misogyny was huge this year, uh, this season. Yeah. Right? And um, the topic surrounding gender being, uh, gender norms being something that is fluid in a construct, especially against the three macho men. And the one, the, the son, and this was the cool part, was that, to me at least, if we're breaking down their relationships, the son is the one that seems the most woke, right? Yeah. But he's the same as his... He's the same. He's the same as his dad. And he got played. And he's the same as his grandfather. hmm So to me, it's like, that was a message into, like, the people who are... who lean the furthest left are not that far from the people who lean the furthest right, right? Like, that was the... And I just used left and right, not conservative, Republican, or Democratic, right. or whatever. But my point is that when you're on b- both ends of the spectrum, if the spectrum is a circle, what you're still in the same spot. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, dang, I think that was a bar, but maybe it wasn't a bar. <laughs> so I like that aspect um, of their relationship and doing that. The girls, I like how the the uh, they were just like getting it how they live. You know, there was like the power of uh, femininity, but not only how it worked on men but on women too what's her name valentina mm-hmm. she got played too it just wasn't out of money right so this says um 
season two ending was brilliant. It leans into Daphne, who is the wife of the cheating couple. Long It leans into Daphne's long-held belief that she and all the other women of the show, when you think about it, should never be victims, that you can fundamentally always choose how to survive the hand you've been dealt. Yes, that's her role, the entire show. Which is why she's also a cheater. She just does what she, she doesn't care. She does what she wants. She tries not to think about it. And all she does is put off her, she, she'll do anything to not feel like a victim, which is what she says to literally everybody. Was any, do you think any women in the show were victims? Victims? Here's the other thing. Here's the thing. Because they, everybody flipped it. Everybody's a victim. You're a victim. You're a victim. Everybody's a victim of their circumstance. Her role in the show, damn, am I starting to like this damn show? Her, <laughs> her role in the show was to be the person. You know there's people out there who are pull yourselves up by the bootstraps mm-hmm. type of people. Did you see any of her reactions when people first tell them something? Her something? You see her reactions? Her mouth was saying one thing, but her body was saying something completely different. Yeah. She would say, I think you should do anything to not be the victim. But she was, there were long pregnant pauses in there. You would see her kind of like wince or her eyes cut. Mm-hmm. She's in pain. She yeah. doesn't like doing this shit. She doesn't like being cheated on 24-7. But if cheating on cheating back or doing something else makes her feel good, it makes her forget about it, That's cool, true. she'll do it. She's not much different than Connie Britton in season one. True. Well, and and then I think it goes, I think that she, it, when she was like, oh, do you want to see a picture of my trainer? And then it was her kids. And she was like, oh, this is just a picture of your kids. And she was like, oh, is it? I think that was like, I put up with this shit because I have kids. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because. I think you should get yourself a trainer. I think you could, you should trap yourself into something. But I think that there's, there's problematic issues there too. No, for sure. But it's all about, like, what does a person want? She knows being with this rich man is obviously going to give her and her kids the life that she wants. Right. So, And if she understands that, that's why I'm saying she feels so like she's I not a victim. If she, like, if cheating comes along with this, and I know that, and I've, I've tapped into that, and I've accepted that, I can't be a victim because I'm playing a part to it. Well, and I think that all the women of the show are like that because if you think about the hookers, they were like, I can't keep living like this. I don't want to live like this. But then... Like, they're their own. They don't got no pimps. They yeah, it's them. They playing everybody. They're playing everyone. So then when they do that, they're fine. You know. Yeah, I think Portia. At, at some point, everybody is though. Oh, girl. Well, t- they are, but I'm saying like I think that it shows that like they flipped the script. Right, for sure. Which I guess we all can, right? Because even Tanya. She was like, oh, shit, I'm a victim. And then she killed them all. So she was no longer the victim. She just chose to ju- jump off a boat in heels and fell. <laughs> well, she's in, what's, another thing, they, just, they do a bad job of foreshadowing. But that was just a stupid decision. But I don't know if she was no longer the victim because she killed them. She only killed them because she was the victim. So that was the only way for her to survive, right? Right. But she, yeah. I, to me, that still makes her a victim. Of the circumstance. She's a victim of the circumstance. Not necessarily of like 
she would have never killed them if she was not. Right. But what I'm saying is instead of sitting by and letting them do whatever they were going to do, she took it into her own hands. For sure. For sure. But I still think that that doesn't make you any less of being a victim. Uh, Yes, technically, yes. Semantics. But what I'm saying is she didn't allow that to happen to her. Like, yes, she's still the victim of the circumstance, but she... Never mind. I don't think I can explain it right. (laughs) I feel you. I think I'm tracking where you're going. Maybe the word victim isn't the best word. Yes, victim is not the best word. Right. She obviously was a victim of the circumstance. She took power over her circumstance. Yes, she took back the power. Right. Okay. I'm with you. I'm tracking. I'm along with you. Instead of letting these men have power over her and do whatever they want, she was like, I'm going to take the power into my own hands. Facts. And that's why there was this... Remember the the grandfather was like, yo, not all women are like pure hearted. Mm There's women out here who are worse than us. Mm -hmm. And the boy was like, that's not like... He was like combating that or whatever. I think he left the table or whatever. I feel like we got a lot of that this season. Maybe it was, maybe the season was about the the dichotomy of men and women. Maybe. That was every aspect of every relationship, right? Yeah. We talk about Tanya and her husband, mm-hmm. Portia and the dude, not only the dude from Essex, but the the other guy that was there at the at the resort. Mm-hmm. Um, the the hookers with all of the men and Valentina. Mm-hmm. Rocco and the dynamics between her, his girlfriend, and Valentina. Isabella. Isabella. <laughs> um, and then we have the foursome that went, right? Mm-hmm. And it was all about the balance of, I guess, the, the dynamics of a, uh, of a, of a binary yeah. relationship between a man and a woman, right? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe that was it for season two because... The men were very misogynistic and they felt a certain way about the women. The women, though, were also very, um, I guess, can you call it empowerment? Is it empowerment? I mean, they they took over their, their, their situations, but they were also shitting on men. Yeah. The whole time. So there was no, like, synergy. Think about it. Oh, Buddy didn't cheat on his girl, but the fact of everything that ate him up got her... Or ate her up, got her to cheat on him. Mm-hmm. With his best friend. I put best friend in air quotes because are they really best friends? I don't know. Mm. Wild. But then does he cheat back? I think so. I think they go to the thing and they cheat back. But maybe they just walk. Maybe they just talk. But old girl, I think she knows. I think she'd be cheating back too. She does what she want to do. Let's get of even. Of course. Damn. My rating is slowly going up. I know. You just have me... to think deeper about it. Like, what, I, it's what, just a, what's the underlying... From, a, from an entertaining standpoint, maybe, that's where I was like, this just isn't... The pacing they wasn't great. They could have done a better job of keeping me entertained. But once you dive into it, mm-hmm. it's very thick. We literally could have went episode by episode or problem by problem. Because mm-hmm. it gets deep. So now do you want a season three? I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, it. folks. I wouldn't mind it, you know. I take back the things that I... So, okay, this is a perfect example, y'all. You have an opinion at the beginning of something. You learn more information. Sometimes you change that opinion. And that's okay. 
Yeah, I don't think that it's bad. I think that entertainment wise, if you're just watching it at face value, it's you're like, what did I just watch? But if you look at the underlying if issues you're doing of this, it, if you're deep diving into it, if you're doing like, this, yeah, good show. Yeah, exactly. But I, I think that you can pull out a lot of different underlying issues within it: greed, lust, imperialism, capitalism classism classism misogyny like, feminism yes all of these different tropes you can pull out and be like wow that was that was pretty that was a pretty way of depicting it but or interesting i think that they could have there's a lot of irony yeah in the show a bunch of irony of like and sometimes they they do like a little monologue and I'll be like, hey man, that boy, that bug's spitting. Remember when Quinn said at the table where he was like, Yes. What when, does it matter? What do you say, man? What was the quote? Cause he went stupid on this quote. Well, because they were all talking about um what imperialism and let me see if I can find Oh it. my gosh, he went stupid with this quote. And I was like, dang, my boy is he out here spitting facts, bro. What does it matter what we think? If we think the right things or the wrong things, we all do the same shit. We're all still parasites on the earth. There's no virtuous person when we're all eating the last fish and throwing all our plastic crap in the ocean. A billion. Where does all the pain go? Watch the show. <laughs> Watch the show and have your own thoughts and then um yeah let us know and if season three comes out i will watch it episode by episode and maybe i will change um my viewing style of it which might change my ideas so maybe. we'll see white lotus uh need to be shut down on some people dying they need to go ahead and uh get shut down yeah i'm not going to white lotus yeah, if, you, if you see a white lotus somewhere get that mother shut down yeah, feel me. I'm not going to Lotus. <laughs> you want to play a game? Ooh, let's play a game. All right. So this is just a little bit different. Typically, I ask you questions about the movie in a, the film industry, like a term. Mm-hmm. You can guess that. But because it was the end of the year, you know what I'm saying? I want to know if you know the, the answers to this question. Okay. Um, what was the 2022 worldwide box office most the top grossing film top gun good job good job good job let me let me give you this one i may not always be right but i'm but never I'm wrong now you know what's number two right behind it and i'm when i say right behind it i mean right behind it right behind top gun right behind top gun you, i think this is gonna blow your mind halloween no um, I'm trying to remember what all came out this year. This is going to blow your mind. Hmm. And if we had an extra week or two, maybe a month or two, blow Top Gun out the water. Really? Avatar. Avatar. Avatar just came out. How much has Avatar made? Worldwide, 1.1 billion. One, almost 1.2 billion. Okay. Top Gun made 1.4 all year. It came out at the beginning of the year. All year, Top Gun made 1.4, and Avatar just came out at 1.2. It came out like halfway through the year. Anyways, you had six month lead up. Avatar just came out, literally. Yeah, I know. 
and it's already that at one point two. That is crazy. I never understood the hype behind Avatar. If I'm being, you ain't seen the first one, have you? Mm, parts. <laughs> she only see it when she's flipping on TNT. You know That's what I'm saying? Why <laughs> I don't see the hype because I haven't seen it. So. Oh my gosh! I don't think I like Avatar. But I, like the I remember first one. how big it was when it first came out, and I was just like, I don't understand it. I don't understand. Mm. Well. That's crazy, though. I haven't obviously haven't watched the second one, so I haven't been keeping up with numbers or anything. Wow, worldwide, man, one point two. That's insane. That's a lot of money. That's insane. Now they spent a lot of money. Well, yeah, of course, but they also. It's been what ten years since? I mean, twelve, fifteen years since the first one released. Same Top Gun did the twenty. That's true. So them reboots or the 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 sequels, them twenty year sequels. There's a, there's some secret sauce to that. If it was a cultural moment, wait 20 years is what basically the thing. A cultural moment. If it was a cultural moment, wait 20 years and do a sequel and then you'll get your money back. Now, Tom Cruise was the highest paid actor. Yeah, of course. Um, you know what's the third most uh, highest grossing movie? What? Jurassic World Dominion. Mm, I can see that too. It wasn't actually a bad Another movie. cultural classic. Another cultural <laughs> classic and it had everybody in it. Like it was like a moment where yeah. the old generation and new generation mm-hmm. came together. Uh, that was cool. And then Doctor Strange was number four. So Really? Yeah. I did now, not like that movie. Streaming, let's go let's go to Netflix. Let's see if you get this uh answer. What was the Stranger number things. one Damn girl? <laughs> I may not always be right, but I never will. What was number two? Mm. On Netflix. On Netflix. Shout out to Netflix. Wednesday? I may not always be right. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let's keep it going. What's number three? I don't want to ruin my streak. Yeah, I know, but hey. Also need to watch Wednesday still, but I know I've heard a lot about it, so I know that a lot of people are watching it. Big three, my lord. Um, Number three. I don't know. I don't know what else came out. Take or... a stab. Yes, you do. Harry and Meghan. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, that's the reason why I said take a stab. Relax. I just want to take some pictures. Oh, Dahmer. Yeah, Dahmer was three. Okay. Uh, Bridgerton season two was four. Inventing Anna was five. Mm. Ozark season four was six. If you're going to stop me, you're going to have to fucking kill me. Oh, my bad. Was um, that Ozark? Yes. Oh. The Watcher, The Sandman, The Umbrella Academy season three, and then mm. Virgin River season four. Mm. And then movies. Are you watch ready for this movie. list? Because I don't think I watched none of these. Okay. The Gray Man. Okay. Did you watch, watch it? it? No. Isn't that, doesn't that have a. Oh, buddy in it? Yeah. Yes. The Adam Project. Did you watch that? No. Purple Hearts. Did you watch that? No. Did we watch Hustle? We watched Hustle. I don't remember. Yeah, I watched Hustle. The Tender Swindler. Oh, yeah, I watched that. The Sea Beast. Did not watch that. Enola Holmes, too? Oh, yeah, with, uh, what's her name? Senior Year, The Man from Toronto, mm. which I watched that, and then Day Shift. Mm. Day Shift was top 10? Wow. Oh, yeah, we didn't watch The Adam Project. It was wild out here in these streets. It was on streets. our list, though. I didn't watch none of the, the movies. I didn't watch a lot of the movies. The TV shows, though, I was up on. But the movies, no. For Netflix, at least, because I told you I've been on HBO Max, but I don't think I'm about to get back on Netflix. They've been dropping some heat here recently. So, 
Shout out to them. And shout out to you for getting all them answers right, girl. Thank you. Dang, I was trying to use my Florida Evans, but I couldn't even use it. Mm-hmm. Mm, 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 mm. You did good. Thank you. Next time, though, we're back to uh, uh, industry terms and, you know, we'll get get a little tripped up. Yeah, you know you'll trip saying? me up then. <laughs> but anyways, um, thank you for listening to another episode. We hope you have a great new year and Man. we hope you get some time to watch one of the movies we mentioned. Or two, three, or four. Or let us know what you're excited for this year. Yeah, let us know. And what you're watching. Again, you can use that link if you want to use that link. But I'm lit for this year. I'm going to, that's my resolution, is I'm going to make sure that I keep track of all the things that I watched this year. For sure. As best as I can. But follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Everything. TikTok. Press Next Podcast. Give us a a review or a rating on uh, Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Shout out to Spotify. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They turned their stuff up. So if you want to do that too, you can do that too. Um, Facts. And we'll see y'all next week, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You know what I'm saying? And let's see. Can I do this? I can't do this as great as you. When you're sitting at home, you know what I'm saying? It's, It's... you chilling, you ain't got much to do, and you just watching shows. Maybe you're watching White Lotus. You get to that, that it's going to ask you that question. Should I watch the next episode? You need to always press next. Always press next. Hey, there you go. You do it way better than I do. We'll see y'all next week.